Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Hooked on Sports podcast. We are now in episode number 212 of Hooked on Sports. This this is Thursday, December 22nd. It is around 3.15 at the time of the, the, this this, uh, this podcast being recorded. So we're, we're, we're going to get into the picks against the spread for week 16 in the NFL coming up in just a little bit, but... I think we need to uh, to uh, give an outlook for some of the key races across the National Football League. Three races that I think are going to be uh, that that I think are going to be interesting come the uh, the end of the season. So we're gonna do the the the, the chase for the one seed in the AFC. We're gonna do the NFC wild card race, and we're going to do the AFC wild card race. Uh, in 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 those three, so I think we're going to be compelled to start with the uh, with with the with the playoff conversation concerning who is going to be the one seed in the AFC. So, but basically, there are three teams that have a, a realistic shot of being the one seed in in the AFC. You've got Buff- the Buffalo Bills, the Kansas City Chiefs, and the Cincinnati Bengals. So, it's basically going to come down to those three teams and, and who is going to be the one seed. Now, I think when we look at the schedule, bu- Buffalo s- st- still has a, a uh, still has. Two, uh, two road games left, and then a home game at the end of the season. So they're on the road in Chicago. They're at Cincinnati next Monday night in Week 17, and then they're home at the last game of the season, regular season against the Patriots. Kansas City is home against Seattle De- and Denver the next two weeks, and then they finish off against the Raiders in Las Vegas. While the Bengals are at New England versus Buffalo, and then home against the Baltimore Ravens in a in a game that could very much uh, decide who wins the uh, who, who wins that division. So let let, let I think uh, if if you were to look at at, at the schedule and uh, again we we still think there are uh, th- things going going on with every, everything involved here, but I think you you look at a team like Buffalo and. Uh, let, let, let's. Let, I think you look at what Buffalo has been able to do. I thought Buffalo, the way they played on Thursday, uh, uh, up against the pressure of of Miami and in the division and avoiding losing the tiebreaker, that that's the type of Bills team, especially from an offensive perspective and a Josh Allen perspective. That 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 and that that means the Bills uh, would would be in the Super Bowl conversation in 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 the AFC uh, the AFC. So. I, I think Buffalo has, has the inside track r- right now to the one seed in the AFC. Now, I think we need to lo- uh, also take the Bengals seriously because if you've been watching the Bengals, I th- they they've, they've been playing some outstanding football, the, all, uh, especially uh, especially lately. The Bengals started the season 0 and 2, but they have won 10 of their last 12 games. And including their last six, so, and 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 they've been doing it in a lot of different styles. They they did the grind. Uh, they they grinded it out against Pittsburgh uh, against Pittsburgh and Tennessee, and and, th- and then they showcased their 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 dominance on both ends of the uh, both ends of the field, in, in wins against Cleveland and Tampa each of the last two weeks. 
And right now, nobody's playing better in the AFC than the Cincinnati Bengals. And the Bengals obviously were at the, in the Super Bowl last year with Burrow and Chase and Higgins. And the fact that they were able to, uh, they've been able to win some of these games uh, with, 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 with what they have make Cincinnati a viable, uh, a, a realistic op- option to be the one seed. And and then there's Kansas City. Now Kansas City, the, they 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 haven't looked great the last couple of weeks, and I think a lot of it has to do with with some mind-numbing mistakes by Patrick Mahomes. I mean, he threw three interceptions against Denver two weeks ago, and then he threw a couple more inside, deep inside Texans territory on uh, in week 15. So now, now they're now they're home against Seattle, Denver, and the Raiders. And you you figure the Seattle game is going to be a win. You figure Denver is going to be a win. I know their defense is tough, but I still think Kansas City should be able to take down the Broncos. And then they finish the season against the Raiders. And and who who knows how, what what situation the Raiders will be come the end of the season. We'll we'll, we'll find out the next two weeks on that, but. Uh, but I'm not really confident about about the Raiders, and it goes back to all of the mind-numbing losses they they had throughout the course of the season. So I'm so I think so theoretically, if Cincinnati wins out and Kansas City loses one of their final three games, the Bengals are going to be the one seed in the AFC because because. Uh, They'll have virtue of the tiebreakers over both Buffalo and Kansas City. Remember, uh, Cincinnati beat Kansas City earlier in the year. Buffalo beat Kansas City earlier in the year. So the Chiefs are going to miss out uh, on the tiebreaker. And if, if those three teams are tied at the end of the sta- in the end of the season standings, Kansas City is going to wind up being the three seed, meaning that it's very possible the Chiefs will have to win two road playoff games, and Mahomes has not played a true road playoff game before. I, I know the Super Bowl was uh, on a true road game, but I, I don't count that because um, because of the Super Bowl. But I, I think you, know, you look at the Bengals. If Kansas City trips up, uh, they control their own destiny to be the one seed, and... The home field advantage is going to be enormous. All three teams ha- have great home field advantages in, in Orchard Park, at Arrowhead, and, and in Cincinnati. So, I, I, I would definitely make sure you, you, you take the Bengals seriously here because whoever is at one seed in the AFC, and a, a point of emphasis especially for Buffalo because... The Bills have have played three, uh, and Josh Allen has played three road playoff games before. He's lost them all, and he's played three home playoff games before, and he's won them all. So the, a point of emphasis for Buffalo to keep taking care of business, keep finding ways to win, and and then finish off, uh, then then win on Monday night against Cincinnati. Uh, we uh, on the day after New Year's. So all all, all things being equal. I think it's going to be a fascinating race for, for for that because that one seed is everything, guys. This that that one seed is everything because the two and three seeds have to play an extra week. It's going to be more wear and tear on their bodies, and for, for, and from a Cincinnati perspective, that they 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 had off in week ten. Kansas City's uh, bye was in week eight, while Buffalo's uh, Buffalo has played every week since. The last weekend in October, so uh, that one that 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 week off is going to be play a huge role in determining who's going to represent the 
the, the AFC in the Super Bowl. Now, I'm going to stick with the AFC for... For for just a minute here, because you 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 real the realistically have five teams competing for the final two playoff spots in the AFC. You've got the the LA Chargers and the Miami Dolphins. You've got the Patriots and the Jets, and then the Jaguars and the Titans duking it out for 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 AFC South supremacy. And Jacksonville essentially if they if they they control the own destiny, if if they win each of their remaining three games, they're gonna be in the playoffs and win the division. So so the, that Patriots game the, the and, and I think that the the point of emphasis, one of the most critical moments of the of the entire AFC wildcard race this year happened uh, happened in the Patriots debacle of a play against the Raiders. And that and so and which is crazy for because for twenty years you look at the Patriots as the most well coached team in the NFL, the most successful team in the NFL, and the and for many years the most talented team in the NFL, and the, and the Patriots had no succession plan for Tom Brady and and and. and 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 you look at the the ebb and flow and, and and the feel, it's just not been there. I know the Patriots made the playoffs last year, but they got demolished by Buffalo in the divisional round last year, and then this happened uh, on uh, that uh, where Jacoby Myers throws a lateral, a, a backwards lateral into the middle of the field, and Chandler Jones returns it back for a touchdown to. Uh, to win the game on the last play of regulation, and that was mind blowing from a New England Patriots perspective. And and look, so the the, the, the Patriots had a great opportunity to uh, to steal one in Vegas against the Raiders, go to eight and six, and 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 and, and essentially make this a three team race for the last two wild card spots. Now they're tied with the Jets at seven and seven. And right now, um, you, the Patriots they don't they don't have the benefit of the schedule because they're against Cincinnati, they're against Miami, and then they're at Buffalo to end the season. And those three, I think, are going to be losses. And I don't think the Patriots are going to win another game this season, which is which is crazy. But but it's relevant given uh, given the scope of what what's been going on when you. When you think of how much they've struggled defensively, especially um, in three in three of their last four losses, where they didn't look particularly good at all, so I, I think the Patriots are so are are in trouble now. They they still have an opportunity to, in theory, win out because if you if because if, if you win win your last three games, you're gonna have the tiebreaker over Miami and you're in so. So, so that that's uh, the uh, thing with the Patriots, and the thing the Patriots also have uh, 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 up their sleeves is Bill Belichick, the single greatest coach in the history of the National Football League. But what but what they also have is Matt Patricia and Joe Judge uh, running this offense to the ground, and the Patriots never had a plan to succeed Josh McDaniels, and they lost the Josh McDaniels revenge game. And Matt Patricia, who was a defensive coordinator and a and a and a Lions reject, and came back to be the offensive coordinator for the Patriots. I mean, that 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 was mind blowing from a Patriots perspective, and and that that's where uh, the Patriots are going to come to die. Now, 
let's go to the other three teams in the conversation and the Chargers I uh, the Chargers have are slowly beginning to come around over over these past couple of uh, past few couple of days with the um it's with with the Cardinals uh, winning against the Cardinals that was big and then Miami and Tennessee uh, win, winning those games in, in in the manner that they did. Now, the Tennessee game was a struggle, and we expected it to be a struggle because t- t- Tennessee is well-coached, although they haven't played well. But Justin Herbert finding a way to uh, to w- win, win that game with, with his arm is just incredible to set up the game-winning field goal. I, I feel really good about the Chargers uh, because, because of the right arm of Justin Herbert. You can also feel the same way, though, about the Miami Dolphins. Now, the Dolphins are on their second three-game losing streak of the season. They, 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 have, they started by winning three straight, then they lost three straight, then they've won five in a row, and then they've lost each of the last three games, uh, the, the last two by, uh, by six points or less. So, so, in theory, you look at the Dolphins, Mike McDaniel has done a splendid job coaching this team, but... The game against Green Bay on Sunday is going to be huge. We'll get into that in, uh, in a second, but if Miami uh, can can win uh, against Green Bay, I think they're going to the playoffs. So I I, I think this is a, a, an amazing opportunity for the Dolphins against a team that's been playing well recently, Green Bay, to uh, to go out there and and show show the NFL and show the the football world world why they belong in the playoffs and they haven't been in the playoffs in the last five years they they missed out missed out on tiebreakers the last couple of years so if, from a Dolphins perspective that, that that's going to be a huge game for for the Dolphins and then the Jets I mean. I mean, Zach Wilson can't even can't even get out of his own way here, and he's going to be starting tonight because the doctors still haven't cleared Mike White for I mean to, to play. So, I I think you look at uh, you looking at another loss here for the Jets tonight. They dropped to seven and eight, and it just doesn't look doesn't have that feel because you don't have the confidence. Um, of from from your quarterback to go out there and, and win critical games in big spots. So, I think that's a a a a, a, hu- a huge blow and a devastating loss to the Detroit Lions, who needed it. Detroit the the Detroit Lions are are very much alive and well in the NFC conversation here. So in the, uh, the the Lions are seven and seven. Seattle is seven and seven. Washington is seven six and one. The Giants are eight five and one. And you figured the Giants are going to make the playoffs. It, uh, it's going to be a matter of when they clinch because both Washington and Seattle have unfavorable schedules uh, that the rest of the way. But uh, and yes, the Giants got uh, uh, got the benefit with uh, with with that, and we and we discussed that yesterday on the podcast with with, with the officiating. But let but assuming the Giants make the playoffs, th- th- this means three teams with a possible fourth. We'll have to see what happens uh, with w- with with uh, with the schedule here. Th- there is a realistic possibility that we're going to be talking about the Green Bay Packers in, in the playoff conversation if they beat Miami on Sunday. If they beat Miami, 
I I I think the the entire N N NFC uh, pl uh, uh NFC wildcard race is going to be thrown uh thrown uh, thrown amok all the way around because it, it, if it's Aaron Rodgers if if it's that Aaron Rodgers that, that's played the last couple of weeks I know it was against the Bears and the Rams two teams that are officially out of it but the, 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 these these are game th three games well that if if the Packers play the way they do and they play a methodical game where they where they run the football with AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones and play and play great defense then they they they're going to win those they're going to win those games and they're and they're going to finish at 9 and 8 and if you look at the rest of the schedules Washington has San Francisco, Cleveland and Dallas I don't think Washington's going to win another game Seattle, I don't. They're, they're probably gonna win one more game, so their ceiling is eight and nine because they have Kansas City and the Jets the next two weeks, and and the Jets game. You figure Mike White is gonna be back in for the Jets, meaning that meaning that there is a an instill a still sense of confidence with this team when he when he's in, and and then the Lions, that the Lions are at seven and seven, a team that started the season. One and six. They've won six of the last seven. Their only, uh, the only other lo uh, only loss since the beginning of November was the Thanksgiving game against the Bills, where so where the, the Bills were able to uh, to yank one out at the end. So I I think that's going to be a a, a a an interesting path there, and it could it could be noted here that let's say Detroit wins uh, their their next two games. And let let, uh, let let's say it's it's Green Bay at the end winning their next two. Uh, you could be talking about the Packers and the Lions in uh, uh, in, in a potential win or go home scenario in terms of making the playoffs. So you figure the Giants are going to get at, uh, no worse than the sixth seed with with the win and with Washington and Seattle on the road against Super Bowl contenders in San Francisco and Kansas City. Detroit and Carolina that that's not going to be easy but uh but we'll we'll see how that happens and then Green Bay and Miami I think is going to be a fascinating tale uh, and whoever comes out of that game victorious is it, it, it is going to come uh, come out with uh, with the win there so I I th I think this is going to be a fascinating race uh, f for the wild card. The the, uh, the additional playoff team, the seventh seed, opens everything up for teams like Green Bay and Seattle and Detroit to uh, to, uh, to to uh, to find a way to get in. So I think this is a, a a wonderful time to be alive if you are an NFL fan. Alrighty, everybody, it is now time for NFL picks against the spread for week 16 of the National Football League. So before we get into that, let's take a recap of how I did last week. So I went 10 and 6 straight up, 9 and 6, 9, 6 and 1 against the spread. So for the season, I'm now 142, 80 and 2 straight up. And I am 117-107 against the spread. So, so there, there have been some changes with, with the lines throughout the course of the week. But we're going to do them uh, uh, with, with an up-to-date outlook. So without any further ado, let's get right to them. And there, there are some tricky lines this week. But 
but we'll, we'll, we'll go after them. We got the New York Jets on Thursday Night Football tonight. Two and a half point favorites at home against the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I'm going to take the Jacksonville Jaguars. Because now, we'll have to see about the about Trevor Lawrence. But I would have to imagine that Zach, uh, that Zach Wilson starting with Mike, Mike White's injury, which... Kind of seems like a big deal. There's obviously still a question mark with Trevor Lawrence, but I think Jacksonville is the more trustworthy team, and they've been playing better lately. And it's a short week, so I'll take the Jaguars to win this game, 17 to 13. So, uh, so let, let let's go through a, um through the Saturday slate of games. We've got the Baltimore Ravens as six point favorites. At home against the Falcons. Look, th- this this was a tricky game to pick after Lamar Jackson went down to injury. He is not going to play on Saturday, so that's a that, that that's a pretty gigantic deal for there. So that's why I'm going to take the Falcons with the points. But I just think the Falcons' defense has been bad all year. So I'll take the Ravens to win the game, but I'll take the Falcons with with with, with the points um, on. It's uh, uh, it, it, the points in, in this game. So twenty-two to seventeen is the final score I have for that. So let let let's go. Let's do a couple. Let's do a couple of other games before we get into the rest of our picks that I want to cover in in depth. The, this the single toughest game of the week for me to pick in terms of uh, against the spread was the Tennessee Titans. Uh, and the Houston Texans playing in Tennessee with the Titans favored by three and a half points with Malik Willis as the quarterback. Now, I I, I like Malik Willis. I think he he can be a, a solid pl- a solid quarterback in the NFL. But I I just think the Titans are gonna are gonna win this game because I think on on the on the legs of Derrick Henry, I think he's gonna have another 150 yard performance against these Texans. And I think it's gonna be more. Uh, it's gonna be a bit of a struggle, but I, I think Mike Rabel is gonna get these guys buttoned up because they know the importance of this game with Jacksonville looming behind them. So I'll take Tennessee to win this game, twenty-one to fourteen. I don't feel great about that, but that's that. That's how I feel about that. We got the Dallas Cowboys favored by five and a half points, taking on the Philadelphia Eagles, and. I'm going to take the Philadelphia Eagles, even though Jalen Hurts is not available because of injury. I think Gardner Minshew is a fantastic backup quarterback. And 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 we, you still have um, at the Eagles roster around them. That's, that's all playing. The defense, the offensive line, the receivers, the running backs. But the question, but the big story on this game is going to be uh, Dak Prescott against this Philadelphia pass rush. The, Phil- the Eagles lead the NFL with 55 sacks. Through, through through fourteen games, and and I think the Eagles are, are going to win the win the uh, the advantage on uh, on the trenches, and I think that's going to play a role in this game. So I'll take the Eagles in an upset over Dallas. They win twenty seven to twenty three over the Dallas Cowboys, and we got the Miami Dolphins as three and a half point favorites at home against the Packers. And look, I'm going to take the Packers to win. I think the Packers. I know they they they've they they've str- uh, they struggled to cover against Chicago and the Rams the last couple of weeks, but the the Packers have been playing some better football lately, and I think with Aaron Rodgers s- still alive, I think the Packers are going to find a way to win. I think uh, uh, the Packers should be able to uh, uh, to uh, to um, suffocate 
Miami secondary, which I don't think has has which I believe has underperformed this year. So, so in that event, I'll take the Packers in an upset. They'll win 34 to 31 over the LA Rams. So, let's go over the rest of my picks for week number 16 in the NFL. I have the Lions laying two and a half and beating the Panthers 22 to 16. I've got the Bills minus eight and a half taking down the Chicago Bears 35-24. I think I think the Browns are going to dominate against the Saints. This this game is twenty three to seven, written all over it. I'll take the I'll, I'll take Kansas City to take care of business against Seattle. I think Kansas City uh, finally being home for the first time in a month is going to play a role into that. I think the Giants can beat Minnesota. I think the I think the Giants has uh, have some advantages when it comes to the defensive line against Minnesota's offensive line. I think that's going to play a, a role in the game with the emergence of Kayvon Thibodeau. So I have the Giants plus three and a half. They win twenty-seven to twenty-six. I love the Cincinnati Bengals laying three against the Patriots. I mean, the, the Bengals are. Well, are, are maybe the most dangerous team in the AFC when you look at uh, we look at how the offense and defense play at a high level of complementary football. I have twenty-seven to thirteen as the final on that. I have San Francisco taking care of business against Washington and the overmatched Taylor Heineke, 27-17. So I have San Francisco laying the seven there. I th- I went back and forth between the Raiders and the Steelers, but I think the death of Franco Harris uh, is going to play a role in this game uh, with the Steelers being uh, being emotionally charged and wanting to win this game for Franco Harris on Christmas Eve on the 50th anniversary weekend of the Immaculate Reception in the 1972 playoffs. I think the Broncos going to take care of business against the Rams, even though both teams are limited. I'll be watching an Eastern Conference Finals preview in the NBA between the Boston Celtics and the Milwaukee Bucks on on Sunday afternoon. I I'm gonna lay I'm gonna grab the eight points with the Cardinals uh, against Tampa. I, I just think Tampa's gonna win. Um, maybe because of Brady, but that I can't trust Tampa minus eight and and any time at all. I don't care who they're playing, so I'll take the Cardinals with the points there. And then the char- then then the Chargers against Jeff Saturday. I think that 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 screams 34-23 written all over it. And I've got the Chargers laying five and a half point, uh, four and a half points in that one. So that's gonna do it for this edition of Hooked on Sports. I'll be back here on the podcast next week. So until then, this is John Flynn saying so long. We'll be back here on the podcast next week. Have a very Merry Christmas and Happy Hanukkah, and I'll see you next time. Goodbye, everybody.